Welcome back to the Fist of Kanchu, a Moon Knight podcast, issue 5. Today we're going to cover Moon Knight, volume 1, number 2, titled The Slasher, and Moon Knight, volume 5, number 4, titled Sleep. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. And Hugh, take away with our first synopsis. Okay, the synopsis is, in the dark alleys of New York, Moon Knight hunts for the Skid Row Slasher. Later, Spectre takes on the guise of sophisticated Stephen Grant and attempts to find information about the killer from a newspaper publisher. Moon Knight must hunt down and stop the slasher, a maniac who has been killing the homeless. Crawley is almost killed by the maniac but escapes with his life. He can't help but feel he recognizes the killer. Moon Knight, in the guise of Jake Lockley slash Stephen Grant, shares his secret identities and enlists the help of Gina Landers, Ray Landers, Ricky Landers, and Crawley to help him hunt down the slasher. He succeeds in capturing the killer with Crawley alongside as a witness. Afterwards, Crawley remembers why the face looks so familiar and breaks down inside. At the court trial, Crawley claims he saw nothing. When confronted as to why, he is changing his story. He confesses he cannot help convict his own son. Upon hearing this, the slasher erupts in insane anger, steals a bailiff's gun, and chases after Crawley. Moon Knight catches up to him on the roof and tries to get the killer to drop the gun, but as he is trying to talk him down, he is slowly backing up. The slasher continues to back up until he falls off the roof to his death. That's more than a synopsis. That is a full outline. Pretty much. So that kind of ruins the twist ending. Oh, darn. So, this issue was cover dated December 1st, 1980. Created by writer Doug Munch, penciler and cover artist Bill Sinkowitz, or Sinkevich, I'm sorry. Editor, Denny O'Neill. Colorist, Carl Gafford. Inker, Frank Springer. And letterer, Annette Kowecki. Proving once and for all that women have better handwriting than men. <laughs> Even back then. Dr. Hugh, what did you think of this issue? This is certainly a, a jump from what I've been used to. Um, you told me I would have, you said you enjoyed this issue. Um, this is better. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is definitely better. It's not nearly as campy. There's still camp elements there. It's still like a an episode of The Shadow. Uh, however, it is much more serious in tone, uh, which uh, I prefer with this particular char- character. Uh, there's some in- interesting uh, places to touch on as far as the time period, as, as you heard me exclaim aloud as I was reading it. When he speaks to... Uh, Gina Landers, Jake Lockley is talking to Gina Landers um, at the, the diner, and he asks her how she's doing. She goes, well, I'm still black, but I'm not so proud, and then they talk about how the 70s and 80s are different, and I'm like, what the fuck, really? <laughs> really? Too. Um, why, just, I, I'm not sure if that's even racially insensitive or not, but uh, if I saw that in a current comic, I probably wouldn't have, uh, I, I wouldn't have noticed it as much. It just seemed like a very, especially in a comic book that I don't want to say is about equality and stuff like that, but they certainly have leveled the playing field. Lots of um, African characters and such. There, it doesn't seem like a, a book that is um, tied to the race race issues of the time. So that stuck out for me. Um, in addition to that, uh, I certainly thought it was a good twist having his his son be the killer. Um, what a coincidence! Who'd have thought? Uh, Certainly, 
interesting for comics at the time where usually things are much more straightforward. Again, I felt like this was two issues and it should have been, or it should have been two issues. It should have been split up because <coughs> they spent a lot of time uh, on the capture. They could have spent a lot of time on the reveal and the emotional fallout of that. And that I think is something that if this was written now, you, this would definitely be, this would probably be a four issue story arc. Right, this would be an entire arc. But, you know, we'd actually have the time. I mean, I don't really care about Crawley that much, and I I think that if it was written today, I'd get that opportunity, because that whole part shouldn't have been forced. That was what? When they get to the courtroom, four or five pages? If that. Yeah, if that. Um, Out of how many? 20-some-odd? Overall, though, definitely an improvement over what uh, Paul's forced me to read so far (laughs) uh, when it comes to Moon Knight. I certainly, and, and I can already see it. No, actually, this will be interesting in the next issue. If the guilt he carries from not saving uh, Crowley's son, because uh, this this could be very Batman-esque, and he could carry that guilt, and it could ba- form and shape him into the hero he becomes or whatever. Or is it going to be like most books of the time, where, you know, next week he's nothing? I also thought it was interesting that he was, like, you know, getting it on while one of the bums was being killed. Um, he's sitting there talking about how I have to get out there and get them, and his girlfriend's like, oh, I don't know why you have to be Moon Knight, and he's like, well, I have to go and kill the slasher and all this stuff, and then we see the slasher killing somebody, and him and his girl are... Getting freaky on the bed, on yeah. the floor. Yeah. I mean, why why was he not out there as soon as the sun went down after all that talk? I don't know. Well, have you seen Merlin? <laughs> have you seen Moon Knight? Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and typical of that era, um, the female leads are kind of like, kind of a harpy. <laughs> yeah. Um, just constantly nagging at him about what he should be doing. Well, wasn't she more supportive of him before? I thought she so. Was like, she hey, was like, you have to be Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Now she's like, I wish you never found that statue. Yeah. That so. was my Marlene voice. That's a fantastic Marlene voice. Thank you. Now, my takeaways from this. The, the the twist ending was awesome. Saw it coming. Like, they, they practically painted a big, giant red arrow for you when Crawley was like, hmm, this guy's trying to kill me, but he looks familiar. And, I mean, literally, he the, the son, it's like they drew Crawley and just gave him brown hair. Did they even give a reason for, I mean... I know he, the, the son says, well, you know, you, you're responsible for my mother dying and all that, but okay. Um, dad wrecks family, mother leaves with kid, kid doesn't usually come back and start killing homeless people. I, I, I didn't feel like we got a very paper-thin motivation there. There was, was a disconnect somewhere. No, I agree. Okay. All right, because I, I was reading this, you know, uh, in, in a hurry, so I wasn't sure if I missed anything there. And there was quite a bit of clamor going on around you. Well, was there, it? there was. Because so. you guys are fucking loud. <laughs> yes, yes, Especially yeah. Jack. <laughs> um, but I did like the fact that we are fleshing out um, Moon Knight's supporting cast, especially Crowley. I mean, by the end of the story, you know why you're getting his backstory. Yeah. So it does come off as kind of forced, but it's, it's cool that, you know, he has a supporting cast over and above um, Frenchie now. And very, very dark and brooding. Like a very moody story. It was. And it's finally getting to be where I believe Moon Knight should have been all along. 
So I was extremely impressed with this one. I read this at, at midnight last night. And um, I was really impressed with this issue. I would have to say I would give this a three and three quarter stars. I usually forget to rate these, don't I? Yeah, and apparently I don't do this generally because there's nothing for the next issue. I have no rating system <laughs> on that one. Um, I don't know. Three. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it impressed me. I'm still struggling with the, 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 the I don't want to call it generation gap because I'm going to be 40 next year, but uh, it's, it's, I'm still struggling with it, but this was certainly a much better issue. Um, this was more akin to reading an old Batman story. You know, wh whereas some of the other ones were like watching the Batman TV show, right, from the sixties. Now, with the way you're touching upon that, do we think this may have anything to do with the guiding hand behind it now? These last two issues, which was Denny O'Neill, his editor. Now that you've just brought this up for the first time while we're recording, I have no idea. Possibly, <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> It certainly could have something to do with it. Now, if you were not being practically forced at gunpoint after this issue, would you keep reading? If I found these books in a box at a lawn sale, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> if I had to go pay my own money for them, if there was a sale on the collected edition at uh, Cloud City Comics, maybe. Fantastic. I'm digging it much more than I was like when we we were first starting going back. Um, I began <laughs> rethinking it, <laughs> wondering if this was idea. not a good plan. But I'm now I'm feeling much more justified in it. I, I'm I'm enjoying the romp through the '80s now. We can no longer call it '70s cheese because we are now into the '80s. You know, I just hope that, and, and I I worry that this is impossible, regardless of the quality of the current run of Moon Knight. One of the, the good things about going back and reading old books is seeing how they impacted the future. Now, I had not ever read a Moon Knight book until we started this. I don't feel like Moon Knight had an impact on the future of Marvel that I'm aware of. So, I, I do worry that even though this may get better, it, it may not, there, there may not be a long-form narrative here about why Moon Knight matters. We may not have gotten there yet. I think I could agree with that. Because I don't think he's ever made it above B-level status. Yeah. And that's being very generous. But that's what we're all about. Pointing out the freaks and geeks, right? That's right. That kind of fits into the name. <laughs> now, I, I think we've said all we can about this issue. Well, I believe you're correct. So let's wrap this up. Where can we get this issue? In print. You can still find the original issue... Um, relatively cheap. I, I did a quick eBay search, and I found it anywhere between two and fifteen dollars. The Essential Moon Knight Volume One and the Marvel Epic Collection Moon Knight Volume One: Bad Moon Rising, where where you can get it in collected form. And digitally, it is available both on Comixology and Marvel Digital. Now, I want to be clear: that's Marvel Digital's. Store, not their Marvel Unlimited app. This is not available on the Unlimited app for the subscription base. And now let's jump to the present day. Moon Knight 2014, Issue 4, 
sleep. Now, this is the size of a synopsis. This is what it's supposed to look like. Moon Knight goes somewhere even more messed up than his own mind. Something is happening to the subjects of a sleep experiment that's driving them all insane. Go with Moon Knight to the Mushroom Graveyard Planet for the most troubling and disturbing issue yet. I gotta say, that's a marked improvement on some of the ones we've had previously for the current run. Yeah. Where it's, what, I think Moon Knight Punches Ghosts was the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was cover dated August 2014, on sale date of June 4th, 2014. Our creative team, Warren Ellis was our writer. Art and cover by Declan Shelby. Nick Lowe and Ellie Pyle were our editors. Colorist, Jordi Belair. And letterer, Chris Iliopoulos. What'd you think? You know, I liked this issue a lot. Uh, it reminded me of an episode of the X-Files or something like that. Um, what I what I didn't like about the, epi- or the episode <laughs> the issue is I, I really wish there was about an additional page. Now there's there's some cool stuff to go on here. Um, we're all for spoilers yes. when we do this. Interesting. Up to the point, Moon Knight decides to go to sleep. And basically, Moon Knight, you know, this this guy is having issues. His patients are being killed. Moon, he hires Moon Knight. He shows up and then decides to go to sleep in the office. Now, somehow, he already knows this has something to do with, you know, something happening in their dreams. Uh, well, they died in their dreams because it was a dream study. But one thing, he automatically knows this is how I'm going to solve it. it. Doesn't even look around or anything. Yep, Actually, just says, the, like, Do you have an empty room? Yeah, which I thought was a little weird because I, I wasn't aware he was omniscient. I mean, yeah, it would be a natural. Um, assertion to make after you've investigated a little bit. Anyway, goes to sleep, ends up, as they say, the mushroom graveyard planet. Yeah, that was pretty wacky. A lot of that was very cluttered, and I don't really, I think by design, but I don't feel like I have a good sense of what even went on there. Some of those those panels were just, like, what? Trippy. Super, super trippy. Yeah, and, and I think that while it needed to be trippy, I kind of lost what was supposed to be happening, because for me, he lays down and goes to sleep. Crazy fucking Woodstock psychedelic colors. And then he wakes up and tells the guy what's going on. That whole it, it, it part in the middle, being chased by shit. I don't even really know what was happening there. Now, it could have been that I was reading it. I was reading the digital version from Comixology on my phone. I have a pretty big phone screen, but uh, I, I might have just lost it there. You look like you were going to say something. I just think that it might have been by design that you were supposed to be confused and disoriented because okay. I think that's what he was supposed to be feeling. Gotcha. Um, but at the end when they discovered that you know one of the first patients had died and the doctor had buried him under the floorboards and it was his his brain sporifying I believe they said and everyone was breathing in the spores and breathing in his dreams. Now that's a really cool idea. So what was Moon Knight like? Good luck with that and left. I mean is that what happened? Because the last panel is like they he pulls up the boards and you see the corpse and all the stuff floating off it and that's just the end yeah he says you know douche you know this is what was happening and that's the end like i did the same thing i reread the digital copy instead of my actual my print copy yeah and i kept trying to swipe i'm like it seems like there should be one more page yeah it, it didn't not that we have to have stories wrapped up for us but what did he do with the guy I mean, did he stop it? Did he say, oh, well, at least I know why everybody's dying and go back to work. I just felt like the story needed a little more. Because if you remember, he finds the ghost, he takes the box, he drops it in the river. I mean, he, he fixes these things. You know, he, he brings closure to them. 
and I just felt like I, I really wanted there to be more because when that popped up, that was a wicked cool idea. Uh, a decaying body uh, of a guy that was experimented on, his brain is still somehow dreaming, I guess, or these are maybe the, the dead dreams that are turning into spores and people are breathing in and getting pulled in. That's an awesome idea. Take it somewhere. Right. Even if it's just another page or two to, to close out the story. To wrap it up, to tie yeah. it back together. Yeah, I that was my sure. only beef with this. Because I the, the whole journey of it was really cool. Oh, yeah. But then just grinding halt. Like, if it was a TV show, I mean, literally, you get to... He, he conveys the message. Credits. Yeah. You expect an after credit scene. It's not there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would be my biggest beef with the issue, is that there wasn't enough of it. But, um, again, I like the, uh, the, um, art style, the way that the panels are set up. Again, very non-traditional, like I told you in our, our main podcast. So I'm going back and rereading Spawn and seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of what I, I the, the setup I see in Spawn reminds me of what I'm seeing in the current run of Moon Knight, which I think is cool. It's yeah. also teaching me to le- read comics a little less liner- literally than I'm used to. Um, Take a little more time. Observe everything. Yeah, yeah. that's. I agree. The Same artwork's idea. beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm loving this. Okay, I, I would, I would buy this. I, I wouldn't have to wait until it popped up at a garage sale. Right. Well, that answers that question. <laughs> but I agree. I, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm very discriminating with the with titles that I purchase blindly anymore. And Moon Knight is top of the pull list. That's unquestioned. Hence us doing this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's... I don't wait for Moon Knight. Like, if it's a week that Moon Knight's coming out, I'm, I'm undoubtedly there on a Wednesday. Yeah. So, loving it. Now, did I hear you ask where we could find this? Paul, where can we find this? You can still find the original print issue. Um, again, it's only year and change old. You can still find it. I think it went into multiple printings. You're going to pay more than cover price, but I, it's not going to break the bank yet. They've also collected it already in uh, Moon Knight, Volume 1 from the Dead. Um, but most certainly not in the Marvel Epic Collection, Moon Knight, Volume 1. That is not in that. I don't know why I wrote that down. Um, but digitally, this is available on Marvel Unlimited, as well as for purchase on Comixology. Any closing thoughts about this? Do you have a no, rating um, for this one? Uh, well, I would definitely give this four stars. I agree. Um, as far as anything else... Um... Can't you? <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> And I think that's how we should wrap this up. Dr. Hugh, where can these fine people find us if they want to experience more of our unique brand? Oh, I was going to say inane blend of wit and stupidity. Um, We can be found everywhere. iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, your favorite podcast app. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We can also be found on our Web page at uh, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com, yes. I think that's going to do it for another edition of The Fist of Conchu, a Moon Knight podcast. Until next time.
Thanks, guys.